There was a point, I, I clearly remember this, where I realized that using my voice, so every time I actually physically needed to use my voice to record a video or to record a podcast or whatever, it felt like it was taking lots and lots of effort. And I felt like it shouldn't be like that. Why, why does it take so much effort to just speak? And I feel like, I, I felt like I'm probably doing something wrong. There's something wrong here. It shouldn't take this much effort to just use my voice. And I, because I wanted to continue to create content and I knew that I, that, that was my goal, I felt that it was very important to take care of that issue because I was getting to the end of the day completely exhausted, very, very tired. And I just felt like I couldn't keep going like that. Welcome to season six of Your Voice Matters podcast, where you will learn about the behind the scenes of the vocal coaching practice, discover unexpected stories from leaders, entrepreneurs and experts, but also fun facts and science. My name is Inez Mora, I'm an executive vocal coach, and I invite you to dive into my world, the world of voice. In today's episode, I welcome Philippa Maia. She's a digital business strategist. Her mission is to help entrepreneurs and coaches craft intentional brands and strategies so they can build a profitable online business while living in alignment, abundance, and freedom. Her digital business um, now, she lives in Oregon since 2021 with her husband and their adorable daughter, Leah. Welcome, Philippa. It's been a while since we talked. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Yes, it's been a few years now. <laughs> a few years. We were trying to find out. It was like three, maybe two, three years uh, ago yes. that we, we worked together. So you teach others to leverage their digital business and you yourself, you have your uh, online business. So first of all, tell us about what exactly do you do with entrepreneurs and coaches? Yes, of course. So uh, I think that Nowadays, we, we all hear a lot and see a lot of people talking about marketing and digital marketing. I think we all know that marketing is a brand new world since the internet came along. It was one thing before the internet and now with the internet and social media, it's a very different thing. Uh, and I feel like there are lots of people who decide to start their businesses most of them driven by purpose, um, who start like hearing these marketing gurus and implementing marketing strategies and they forget that or they don't even realize that there's much more to business than just marketing. And so the other sides of business are a little bit forgotten. And I think for many people, that's part of the reason why lots of businesses fail because marketing has one role within a person's business, but then other things need to be accomplished. Sales is a different thing. Um, operations is a different thing. Leadership is a different thing. So these are all pretty much departments within a business. And there are lots of entrepreneurs, we can even call them solopreneurs, who start their business like on their own 
which is perfectly doable. But I think what those entrepreneurs need to realize is that even when they are on their own, they are still fulfilling all of the roles that a business needs. So if someone becomes a coach, they become a coach, but also a marketeer, a salesperson, uh, an administrative person, a leader, uh, and lots of other different things like a social media manager, a content creator. So we feel like when we start our business on our own, we feel like we're we start playing the role of the coach, but there are all these other roles that we need to do. And then most people, what they do is they go and they take their coaching certification and they think, okay, now I'm a coach, I can start a business, but they didn't learn about marketing, sales, social media, and all of these other things. Absolutely. It's like uh, an entrepreneur or a solopreneur in this case uh, wears many hats. And yes. sometimes well, some, are, some of them are not that comfortable and uh, there's uh, some development to do uh, in all these areas of business. So you yeah. basically help people to cover and to analyze these areas and to build their digital strategy uh, in a more yeah. complete, uh, with this full range of uh, areas that a, a business yes. needs to 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 be successful mm-hmm. great so yeah because i think everyone now is like have that that dream of abundance and freedom and be able to work everywhere uh but it's not that simple i mean it, it can, it's doable many people can yes. do it but with the right strategy behind so I, I remember also that you um you started to see uh, how much people would need this kind of support and you created also um content and online courses um and uh, you you have a podcast as well so back then when did you realize that you needed to create online uh digital content as well and when did you decide that voice the voice will be <laughs> an important asset to work on Yes. So content, I started creating content from the beginning. It was always like the the most important thing for me. Um, I actually started my business. The very first version of my business was very focused on content marketing strategy. Uh, And so I say from the beginning, I knew the importance of a content strategy. I create, I've always created lots and lots of free content, um, social media posts and videos, and then a podcast and and all of that. And then I also started creating uh, paid content, so content for my courses and for my programs, right? Um, so I've, I've known from the beginning that I was going to need to communicate a lot, to use my vo- voice to communicate, and... I think I reached a point where I don't know if it's because I was tired or I don't know what it was, but there was a point, I I clearly remember this, where I realized that using my voice, so every time I actually physically needed to use my voice to record a video or to record a podcast or whatever, it felt like it was taking lots and lots of effort. And I felt like it shouldn't be like that. Why Why does it take so much effort to just speak? And I feel like, I, I felt like 
I'm probably doing something wrong. There's something wrong here. It shouldn't take this much effort to just use my voice. And I, because I wanted to continue to create content and I knew that 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 was my goal, I felt that it was very important to take care of that issue because I was getting to the end of the day completely exhausted, very, very tired. And I just felt like I couldn't keep going like that. Indeed, uh, it's a uh, when you cr start to create content, and especially if you speak many hours in a row, for example, or you repeat the same video. You you if you don't have any kind of training on your voice, you can feel tired and tired, and towards the end of the day, you cannot really you can't do it yes. anymore. It's just you need to stop because your voice is also losing quality. I don't know if yeah. you also noticed that your voice was. Not only you feel tired, but also your voice was losing some quality yes. during the process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So when you find out that you you could do vocal coaching, which is not something obvious, uh, I think many people think that okay, I use my voice, I need to you know basically you know speak with my clients with 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 people, but um, it's not obvious that there can be a, a specific training for us to get this resistance to be able to project the voice without the kind of effort. So before joining uh, this program, what was your expectations? What do you you imagine that we will do together? Um, I think I knew quite well what I was getting myself into <laughs> because I had actually before before working with you, I had been to an event um, which was for entrepreneurs and it had like all these different sessions throughout like three days or something like that and it, this was in California so not not in Portugal where I was it was an event that I traveled to attend and one of the sessions was with a vocal coach a very famous and I don't remember the name But I knew like from the presentation at the event that he was very famous um, working with actors and singers. So quite well known. And he led a session during that event where he did some exercises with all of the audience all at the same time, of course. And so I had had that tiny, tiny experience with it and so I I think I I knew what to expect and and there weren't a lot of surprises along the way and so yeah when I decided to work on it I was like yeah that's that's what I need that's it's a vocal coach mm -hmm. great I think that uh, probably that coach is um, Roger Love I guess yes yes yeah. it was yes yeah. when I started the actually into go, going into the vocal coaching I when I found the reference you know who is doing this in the world and the first person uh because he's working i mean with actors and singers from all the youth i think for maybe more than yeah. 30 years and he he was like the reference and uh and i remember of course also studying from him and uh, so you already have some idea which um mm -hmm. in in europe it's not that common to have yes the the, the this kind of uh, vocal coaching or you kind of imagine that it's only, only for singers, which is not the case. Um, so, and the goals that you had, uh, if I remember, was, you know, try to project the voice without effort and also yes. do some voice variations. So once th that problem is solved, then 
doing variations in a natural way, in a way that also grabs the attention. Um, what memories do you have from from your progress, from you know the the, the exercises, from that that time back in time? Um, what was your experience with changing? It was, yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> so there's there's probably a lot about it that I don't remember. Um, I I remember doing the exercises with you and noticing immediate shifts. And I also remember um, getting exercises to do before, like before I was going to record a video or record a podcast. Um, and so I would kind of practice those throughout the, the, the time in between our sessions. Um, I don't like, I don't have an exact recollection of what the exercises were uh, because it's it's been a while but I remember feeling the change and actually now that I think about it I realize that ever since then I have not felt that issue again like mm -hmm. it's it's something that I don't even think about and I think it's because there's not a problem there Right. Well, like exactly. when there's a problem, when you're feeling some discomfort or there's a problem, you notice it when you don't think about something is because there's no there's no problem. And so I haven't thought about that this in a very long time. And I now talking to you realize that it's because there's no no just no problem there. I feel I don't feel tired. I can teach three hour workshops and where I'm talking a lot and I don't feel tired at the end. I can record classes for my courses, uh, podcasts. Many, many times I do like four podcast episodes in a row because my, my daughter only goes to daycare like a few mornings per week. And so when she's there for four hours, I have to make the most out of that time. And so many times I'll do like four podcast episodes back to back. And I feel fine. I don't feel tired. I don't feel like I'm making an effort. And so whatever you did, it worked. <laughs> That's interesting uh, because I'm interviewing uh, clients that uh, just finished now the sessions. Some finished yeah. six six months ago and you finished three years ago. Yes. And I'm really glad to, to know that the change, the shift was permanent. Because mm -hmm. this is really what I want with with my programs is you don't have it's it's been it's a bit weird because uh, you are improving your voice but actually what my clients want and I think you wanted and what I want is to you don't have to worry about your voice anymore it's not an issue it's not something yes. that you you should pay attention a lot of attention in the future so it's like yeah. you solve the problem it's not in the equation you just do whatever you need to do and it is the same for your online content such as you know for also presentations etc uh, i'm still i'm yeah. curious if you you if you still do any kind of voice preparation before doing these things or not at all i don't no uh, amazing i don't do I mean, anything i'm so happy because <laughs> i'm a you and i let me just now that we're talking about this this change being long-term, I'm just going to share a story with you that was really funny because since working with you, I I was pregnant. My my daughter just turned two. And, you know, when I was pregnant, I was, uh, I, I was dealing with very shortness of breath. 
um, during, especially the second half of my pregnancy, right? Mm -hmm. And so I was still doing like recording videos and recording everything, but you could tell, like I could tell when I would watch back that the shortness of air was noticeable. And it's so funny because one day I had another vocal coach, so a different person, sent me a message on Instagram talking about it and saying, oh, I noticed that when you talk, I think people didn't know I was pregnant still at the time. And she was like, I noticed that when you talk, there's a bit of shortness of air. Maybe you would benefit from some vocal coaching. And I was like, <laughs> I replied saying, I've already done my vocal coaching, but I'm pregnant. That's why I have the shortness of air. And so as soon as I wasn't pregnant anymore. You delivered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was fixed. And, and But I thought, like, I probably left out loud at the time at, at her suggestion, but it was really funny. <laughs> yes. I remember seeing you, noticing that in that phase, your voice was different. And this is actually a really good story for, uh, because we, as women, we suffer, uh, you know, changes, our body changes in yes. pregnancy. And that affects the voice. Normally, yeah. uh, when I studied, you know, when I studied a lot of also singing, because, you know, mostly voice techniques are made for singing. So I had to make the shift also for, you know, the, yeah. the spoken voice. But I remember uh, my my teachers saying that, okay, if you are pregnant if, and if you are an opera singer, for example, or a singer, um, that will change your voice. You know, the way you breathe, because your diaphragm is uh, totally restricted. You cannot re yes. just breathe normally and I think people don't notice that so if someone is listening to this and if you are pregnant and if you if you can't speak <laughs> the same way you know it's normal it, it's not don't need to to, to look for a yeah. coach yet <laughs> maybe yeah. in the future if if it's a permanent <laughs> issue but it, that was very interesting I remember seeing that phase uh, of yours I think I didn't comment or maybe I made a comment as well like oh okay I, I noticed you really, <laughs> but uh, I thought it was normal that uh, you yeah. could notice some some changes uh, so I'm really happy that you don't have to do e exercises anymore. Uh, one of the things that are very popular in the voice field is that you do you have to do warm ups every time you need to speak, and I think I I find that so annoying because you you don't have time. I mean you don't you cannot depend rely on voice exercises to perform in a certain way. So uh, the process that you have done and we done together was to find out what was your natural baseline without effort without tension and so on and then um of course performing from that base you don't need to go back to voice exercises to try to find your natural voice because your voice is already there right so i'm yeah. really happy because i think you are the person that i you know that i'm interviewing until at this point of the season that has been more uh time in between our sessions yes. so I, i'm happy to to know that so right now you are also developing more content, more uh, uh, things mm -hmm. for your business. And I imagine that your voice is still very important because you are a highly creative person and I see you always creating uh, more and more. So um, now that the problem is solved, I would say, uh, how, and looking back to this program, when did you realize that Made, you made the shift. So when did it transform your life or um, in which way? I think that it was very immediate. So right at the time, like I told you, I was feeling the shifts like ongoing throughout, throughout the process. I felt like it was becoming easier and easier. 
Um, and and <laughs> apart from the pregnancy stage, it hasn't been a problem since then. So uh, it's like I told you, it's like I can speak for hours um, without without feeling tired, without because I think there can be two issues at the time that I looked for your help the kind of tired that I was feeling like like I told you I was getting to the end of the day feeling very tired it was really like physical throughout my entire body but then there's also the tired of your throat specifically like your throat can feel tired after speaking a lot and I don't feel either of those so like I can speak for hours and like sometimes if there's a very extreme day where I'm like speaking from because of sessions and recordings and whatnot, if I'm speaking from eight in the morning until very late in the day. Yeah, but that's like the exception. And that would have been like a very hard, intensive day because otherwise on a day to day basis, I don't feel my throat tired. I don't feel physically exhausted like I was feeling before getting your help. So, and that's, that's really good also because now I have a daughter, like, I don't want to get to the end of the day exhausted and not being able to play with her. Uh, right. Like I want to have my energy to give to her at the end of the day and I, I can do that. So it's, it's perfect. That's an amazing side effect, positive side effect. Yeah. Not being tired and being able to spend quality time with your, <laughs> with your family as well. And um, so tell us about where people can find you. So I know that uh, although you live in the States, you work with the uh, with, um, Portuguese language um, yes. speaker, speaking yeah. language clients. Uh, but tell us about, about what are you developing um, and how can people find more about your work? Yeah, so people, the place where I'm most active is on Instagram and people can find me there on um my handle is philippamaya.pt. Um, that's probably the best place to find me. We help people in two different ways. We have two different programs. One is a subscription program, like a membership, where it's like, I usually say it's a complete MBA about online business because it covers lo like all of those departments that I referenced in the beginning. It covers all of that inside one single place. Uh, and then we have a, a one-year program for entrepreneurs that are on a more advanced stage and just want to like people who are already having very good results with their business, but now they want to like um, step back a little bit and make their business more independent of their own time input so they can have more free time. So that's a, a one-year program for entrepreneurs that are on that stage. Uh, and then we also recently launched uh, a quiz that you can take. So if you go to my website at philippamaya.pt slash quiz, you can answer a couple of questions and you will get a personalized report uh, specific on the stage of business where you're at and what steps to take next if you want to move on to the next stage. Yes. So if you are listening to this and if you want to have this quiz, please go ahead and go to Philippa 
Philippa's website and uh, know more about her work, which is amazing. I've been following since we worked and <laughs> I've been, your name has, has been referenced by other people, you know, even without, <laughs> don't know that we know each other. Like, oh, Philippa, she's really good. Uh, so <laughs> if you are, uh, if you are, uh, if you understand Portuguese, if you have a Portuguese business or at least in these markets, um, Maybe one day you should create, you know, the an English market. I think yes. people will be jealous now. Oh, but why she's only in Portuguese? I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. Philippa, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to to talking to you again, and I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for being. This thank podcast. you. It was a you lovely. You too. Thank you for having me. Yes. <laughs> thank you for listening. Now I challenge you to implement right away one tip or strategy coming from this episode. If you want to know more about how to waste your value and prepare to challenges ahead, feel free to reach out and book a 30 minutes free call to discuss your goals with me. I would love to hear from you. And finally, always remember, your voice matters. Talking.